be streaming, guys. Yes, I can tell. We are streaming live. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. We are streaming on the Hake Report a few minutes early, like four, three, four minutes early. As usual, you guys are used to it. Those of you who are in the chat already appreciate it. So let me just pull this up. We should be streaming on Hake's YouTube dlive.tv slash the Hake Report. Thank you guys for joining me. And uh, I'm going to be talking about some of the stuff that pass- happened this past week and that's coming up in this coming week. And it's going to be fun. So um, let me just pull this stuff up. I got a tip from somebody in the live chat over on YouTube. A lot of you guys are watching on DLive and I appreciate it. Stay there if you're on DLive and you like it there. Do it because it is an excellent little platform. Not little. <laughs> excellent platform. And um, people are watching on Facebook and all that stuff. But Christine said, no, it's not. It's impossible. Don't. It's impossible to use, <laughs> says, says uh, my de facto producer, Dylan. But um, I don't find it impossible to use. But I don't try to scrub and move around and all that stuff. So, um, but I got a tip on my YouTube live chat over on Hake's channels. I'm on Hake's channels Sundays, and then Monday through Friday on Jesse's channels in the fourth hour of his stream, that Stefan Molyneux said that the coronavirus thing can be caught over and over and over again. Like, once you get it, you're not cured of it. Unlike other virus things, such as you supposedly can't catch chicken pox twice, but maybe you can get shingles after that. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but... Be careful. Just be careful. I'm getting, I've kind of kept a, just a little eye on what's going on with this coronavirus. Just the headlines, strictly the headlines. And um, so over in China, they're doing, well, this is a headline from Drudge. I read, I still look at Drudge. To tame the virus, Mao-style social control blankets China. Of course, right? That's their solution, generally. But they've, they're not just taming the virus, they're taming the, the free speech of the people. The citizen journalists who are trying to get the truth out. And in some cases, those citizen journalists are disappearing. Maybe they're quarant- getting quarantined. Maybe they're catching the virus. Maybe they're dying. So, 760 million people face restrictions, according to a dr- little drudge thing. 69,000 people infected globally. And so be careful, guys. Just uh, stay healthy. Stay tough. Don't be... Don't be... uh, Don't have your unhealthy habits. (laughs) Oh, man. A couple of tested... There was a couple that tested positive after Hawaii. A Hawaii visit. So that's globalism for you. I mean, I know that there's like... There's like... We live in a globalist society now, like, you ha- it's hard to get away from it, but uh, this is what you get, kind of. Especially when you have corrupt, incompetent people. Corrupt people are incompetent, uh, generally. And people don't actually want to protect the people. They don't. And so they, they're more interested in money, for one thing, and political correctness and uh, their stupid... Ideology for another. So I just wanted to give if you want to talk about that, you're welcome to. But I have other things to talk about. It's the top of the hour. Let's get started. going to be talking about another conservative Christian male banned from YouTube. Evil! YouTube is evil. And stuff coming up this week, Trump rallies, women's forum, possibly. Stay tuned. And they're trying to undermine Trump. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. La 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 
So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. As I said, it is Sunday, February. What is it? Sixteenth, February sixteenth, twenty twenty, and it is live in the nine a.m. hour Pacific time here in Los Angeles. And I have calls from around the world that we'll be getting to. And um, we are streaming on YouTube, DLive, Twitch.tv slash The Hake Report, just to be there, you know. Uh, Mixer.com slash The Hake Report. Facebook, which is evil, another evil platform. And, uh, but very useful because that's where a bunch of boomers and the people are. So got to be on everywhere that you can, right? I mean, you don't have to. It does make it a little tough because sometimes I miss people's comments, but I try to monitor a little bit. So I appreciate you guys joining wherever you are. Thank you. Primarily, my audience is on YouTube and DLive. And then a little bit on Periscope and Facebook and all that. So, um, by the way, did you catch my interview on Friday night with Asmodor? Friday night, um, America time. (laughs) It would have been Saturday, Saturday noonish. If you're over in Australia, <laughs> we have some Australian listeners. Appreciate you guys and gals. Guys is inc- guys includes gals. It's not gendered language. And uh, it was cool. I was on the crypto report. The crypto report. K R Y P T O report. DLive.tv slash Asmodor, A-Z-Z-M-A-D-O-R. And a lot of you guys tuned in, appreciate that. And a lot of you guys followed me, followed Asmodor. It's cool. Right on. Really fun interview. Really uh, decent guys over there. Appreciate that. Um, Real quick, before I get into this attack on, on decency, it's not an attack on... It is an attack on free speech, but it's an attack on decency, really. You know, even when they were pushing, you know, when the left was pretending that they care about free speech, they don't. They care about attacking decency, and that's why they pretended that pornography is a free speech issue. As though pornography gives you great ideas. <laughs> it doesn't. It's disgusting. But um, way back, I remember during, I don't know what, I don't know I don't know what decade there were. There was this whole thing about oh, sh- is pornography outlawed or should it be outlawed? And I think it. I don't know, but th- it, that was an attack on decency. And now that they're stifling the free speech of decent people and independent-minded people, anybody that's not mainstream, not going along with whatever, they're getting censored and stifled in their free speech. At least stifled on different platforms, right? They can still speak in their own lives, which you can always do, whatever the cost. Um, but it's they're really going after it. But real quick, <laughs> I got this. I saw this tweet. Somebody tagged me. I appreciate you guys tagging me on Twitter and wherever else that I can catch it. Um, I have to show this to you guys. This was a tweet from Real Kyle Morris. Real Kyle Morris, whom I'm not familiar with, but he gave out this headline. Alabama Democrat State Representative Rolanda Hollis. Rolanda Hollis. She black, but with blonde hair somehow. (laughs) I think she's black. Says that her bill requiring Alabama men to undergo a vasectomy within one month. Zoom in on that a little bit. Towards the top. Um, Of undergo a vasectomy within one month of his 50th birthday or within one month of the birth of his third biological child will help prevent pregnancy as well as abortion of unwanted children. That's her, that's a, and that's a quote, according to, and there's a picture of her. That's rough-looking woman. Um, and if you're listening on the live Uh, or on the podcast, or on the live audio stream. I think I am streaming on audio. Is the Studio 4 on, Joel? You've been turning that on? Yeah. Check it out if you guys want. Um, Thehakereport.com slash show, I think. 
But this woman is fat, um, has dark red lipstick, lots of eyeshadow, and she's black. Mixed, obviously, right? Because all blacks are mixed nowadays, almost. Unless they're totally pure black. Right? Is that true, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are full black, but they, they have, um, they come out light-skinned for whatever reason. I think that that's because they were at some point mixed with whites, or somebody else. Maybe. That's what I, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. But, uh, this is a picture of her, and she has, like, I, I don't know if this is her real hair. I kind of doubt it because, well, because for one thing, it's pretty straight, wavy a little bit. And it's like bleached blonde or just blonde unnatural. And um, that's not her neck doing rolly things. I think that's a turtleneck that she's wearing. But anyways, just trying to describe her, <laughs> her face. Um, and she thinks, according to Yellowhammer News, which is an outlet that I had not heard of, that I think this is like one of those mockery things of you know, men outlawing abortion. Women want to force men to get vasectomies or something like that because you can't tell a woman what to do with her body. And she's out of Birmingham, Alabama. That's gross. Um, This bill is titled HB House Bill because she's a state representative, right? Um, House Bill 238, HB 238. Under existing law, there are no restrictions on the reproductive rights of men, which is an outright lie. Mark, one of my faithful listeners and fan and friend of Bond, and Jesse Lee Peterson and Hake, pointed out that abortion, any abortion, is is a violation of the reproductive rights of men. Because the man gets no say in whether an abortion happens or not. People claim that the men are pressuring the women to get the abortion or pressuring the girls to get the abortion. And I'm sure now and then you can find a female-minded evil man, beta man, who, will, who does that. But generally, I would venture to tell you, I would venture to say that the men are not for it. Most men are not for abortion. I would bet you. I would bet you. <laughs> so um, Hollis tweeted... Um, this is Hollis, right? Rolanda Hollis tweeted that this was indeed a reaction to pro-life legislation enacted last year, including the Human Life Protection Act. She's uh, this the vasectomy bill, and this is according to Yellow Hammer News, right? The vasectomy bill is to help with the reproductive system. This is to neutralize the abortion ban bill, Human Life Protection Act. The responsibility is not always on the women. It takes two to tangle. <laughs> tangle. She meant tango, but she black. <laughs> I mean, it's true, too. It takes two to tangle, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you can't tangle yourself unless you're a contortionist. But even then. <laughs> Anyways, um, in an interview with WFSA on Friday... Hollis reportedly pushed back on the notion that HB 238 is an outrageous overstep. She complained that year after year, the majority party, meaning Republicans, because Alabama is generally a Republican state, even though they didn't vote for Judge Roy Moore for their senator. They voted for Democrat Doug Jones. 98% of black women voted for the Democrat. Ridiculous. And a lot of the black, most of the black men, 90-something percent, I think, of the black men did, too. But not 98. But, um, what did she say? The majority party continues to introduce new legislation that tries to dictate a woman's body and her reproductive rights. Men should not be legislating what women do with their bodies. So dumb. But just wanted to share that with you. It's ridiculous. It's a mockery. And... Like, I think about what Jesse Lee Peterson says about blacks and black women in particular. Putting them in office, it's, it's, um, 
I don't know, it's just so... It's such a joke. It's so... For one, it is destructive. And for two, like, you cannot take most of them seriously. I don't know. I don't know any black... I don't know any Democrat, honestly, that I can take seriously, but I don't know any black Democrat. And then even most of the black Republicans are weak. Rhinos. So, whatever. Anyways, let me get to some calls, and then I will get to this. So many people, including the most recently Nick Fuentes, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and different things, banned from YouTube. And they're, they know, they hate decency. Um, Catherine, out of Newcastle, England. Catherine, thank you for holding. Hello, Jesse. How are you doing today? Doing fine. You're talking with James, though, not Jesse, right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, sorry, I'm so sorry. No I problem. I knew I was talking to you, but I forgot. <laughs> no I problem. I listen to the show every day, and it's always just Jesse. Right on. But I just, it. I wanted, I, I heard that your presidential candidate, Andrew Yang, left the race, yes? Yeah, he dropped out. He, he f- failed to... You know, get a lot of traction, and he dropped out of the race. <laughs> yes, and I'm happy. You, <laughs> Joelle yes, is happy. Yeah, isn't he the one who cried on public television? Yes, and that is probably yeah. why Joelle is celebrating so <laughs> so uh, boisterously, <laughs> and I am too. Honestly. Yes, well, he seems like a bloody idiot. I tell you. Right. Yeah. Is that a bad word over okay. there in in England? Well, we use bloody as like a. Um, not sure very how to describe it. Uh, like an idiot is being the same thing as probably in America. Right. Yeah. So that's that's usually how we use it. All right. <laughs> that's how my father always talked, and well, I never really knew what he always meant, but I picked up some of those words. Yeah, so. it's an it's an enhanced it's an enhancer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that's a perfect maybe like an adjective. Yes. Right. Yep. Anyways. Well, I just wanted to tell you thank you. You're doing a very fine job at what you're doing. And I am quite sorry at your political climate in, in America. It seems you guys seem to be buggered when you guys do. Yeah. You know, we're going the way of, of what happened to you guys d- over in England. We're losing the freedom of speech. Um... But there's an awakening happening, and I think there is one in England, too. But, yeah, there uh, is. I've seen more people uh, showing more, like dignity and, and love good. for the country. Because a while ago, we would, we would say that we didn't say that we love the English flag because of what people used it for. And right. I found that quite absurd. Yeah, it really is. It's but, revisionist history, too, honestly. Yes. Yep. But, I mean, I don't know why people are ashamed of our country. Or, exactly. Well, at Molly Britain. It's, it's a beautiful country. Yeah. I guess that is just my opinion. No, it's, I think it's factually a beautiful country. <laughs> yes, I mean, it is, it is a little cold and dark sometimes. But right. But when you get down to the heart of it, it starts to get nicer. Right. And you guys ruled the world for a while. Or a big part yes, of it. Yes, we did. I, 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 used, I used to tell my... Uh, friends that were well, not friends, but my cousins. Yeah. And because they, they, they were went to a, it was a private school, but it was not a very. Most some of our private schools are more the conservative. It, this one was not. <coughs> and I told them that they should not be ashamed of their country. Right. Country. But uh, they they now, they moved on to Oxford, and well, I'm very proud of them. They've learned to love their country. The parents have taught them very well. So yeah. I'm very much proud of them. Good. Yeah. Well, I just... Yes. Well, I was just going to say that people should be... People should be impressed with the greatness that once was over... Uh, about England and the British Empire. They should be impressed yes, with that. Is. And how far yes. England has fallen. They should be ashamed of what they are today. Not, if anything, you know, and not yes, with, the, with the history. Yes, I mean, we've controlled America for a while yeah. before you guys uh, revolutionized, I believe. I'm not very familiar with that part of history, but yes, we've controlled many parts of the world. Yeah. And still do sometimes, but um, it's just, it's very, it's quite, it's quite crazy that it's, it's just what England has come to. It right. It really has. 
Yeah. And then that, there is an even uh, American that is a duchess. That that's also quite oh, odd. Yeah. I find that very odd. Yeah, that's Meghan disgrace. Markle is the name. Yes. Right. What a shame. He, it really he, is. Really he couldn't even pick a decent American. He had to pick well, like one of the worst. <laughs> yes, very much so. Yes, I, I I completely agree. Yeah. Well, it's nice to hear from you, Catherine. Appreciate that. Anything else? Yes, of course. No, I just wanted to check it on you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's Thank good to hear from you. Good day. All right. You too. Man, isn't that a nice accent? I mean, I like America's accents too. Anyways. Um, let me get it to Jason out of Long Island, New York. First time caller, actually. Jason, what's up? Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Uh, fine. Um, I just have one quick question because, you know, you're a Christian and you might know more than I do. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's about dating. And I have always this question, you know, if I have a I have a girlfriend. Am I allowed to kiss her on the lips or dance until marriage? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I say that's up to you, man. Or, you know, he should consider and know that for yourself. I know guys who, and gals, who refuse to kiss until marriage. (laughs) Um, Yes. You know, let me, let me, let me bring in the real expert on dating, Joel. Yeah, I'm wondering about it. Yeah, um... Well, don't do any, like, don't violate your conscience. So I'm not saying, ah, oh, whatever. But um, that my personal advice would be um, don't violate your conscience. So if you feel it's wrong to, don't do it. Because you're going to, um, even, if, even if you're wrong that it is, even if you're wrong and it really is okay, you're going to mess with your mind. When in doubt, when in doubt, don't. But what do you say, Joel? Well, in my opinion, Jason, from from experience, is that even the kissing and all that stuff is all emotional stuff. So I would just say be careful with that because it, you know, one thing leads to another, and you want to avoid all temptation and emotional stuff in general. Yeah. The, the best bet is yeah, just to true. be to build on a friendship and just be friends and build off of that, and then you know, when the right time comes, you know, you get married, and then you want to make babies and all that good stuff. Then you, you know, then you can start opening up to those things. But you know, if you don't have enough temptation to, to, which which is rare, then just to avoid it all because most most of the time women tend to, you know, take it more serious than men do. So I would just stay. I would stray away from it, in my opinion. But like James said, it's best to do what you feel is the right thing to do. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like, actually really. Like, he made he made a really good point that. Uh, and Jesse has made this point too, and the old school people, kissing leads to other things, and it plays on your mind and and feeds that temptation to do wrong. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like you know, when you kiss, that takes you to another thing, you know. Like yeah, uh, I asked my pastor, and he told me no, you should only kiss on the cheeks, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. All right. So. Anyways, thank you. you know, I'm young, so I, I didn't know. And I, I try to I try to call Jesse, but you know he has a lot of people. Right. Too. You know, if you yeah, my advice in in ter- as far as getting a hold of Jesse is call yeah right at nine or even a couple of minutes before nine, and just call and call mm. and call, and you'll get through if you call in early, or you can call his office after hours and request after can, hours. Yeah, his office is open after his show ends from 9 a.m. our time, which is noon your time, until 4 our time, which is 7 your time. So noon to 7, Monday through Friday, his office is open, his bond office, 323-782-1980. And he offers private counseling, and um, it's great. Oh, private counseling? Yeah, over, and you can do it yeah, over the phone. Yeah, because I don't want everybody to know my mess. Right, know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. So. Okay, hey, thank you. Right on, Jason. Appreciate that. Great right. question. Take care. Nice. Now, let me get to this real fast, guys. You know, when somebody made the made the point, um, I think it was Tony Castle in the in the D Live chat. 
It's not her body about this abortion thing. It's just not. What happened? Oh, it's my, my iPad. So, it's not her body. And it's not her choice. It's the baby's, it's the baby's body! Imagine, <laughs> do you have that clip of that little girl saying, what if they, imagine like in a hundred years, we're gonna be thinking about, oh, I can't believe we allowed abortion of babies, killing babies in the womb. Imagine, it's kind of like how we react to the, the slave driver whipping that poor little black child. <laughs> abortion is worse than whipping a black child, to be honest. Anyways, I love that clip of that little blonde girl. You have it? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and play it and then we'll get started. Are you choosing to be like the plantation worker flogging the little black child? Or are you going to protest even if it costs your life like Martin Luther King Jr.? Who are you going to be? If you think abortion should, if you think abortion should be illegal, would you please stand up? Nice. We need to change the law to change the order, 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 order. If you think abortion should be illegal, would you please stand up? We need to change the law to change the world, so let's stand up and do it. Thank you. Order. Order. That's a Raleigh City Council meeting. Raleigh, is Raleigh in North Carolina or South Carolina, guys? I don't know my geography. <laughs> North Carolina. Thank you, Dylan. Um, You know, Sal. You know, let me get to Sal out of Denver, Colorado. Sal... Out of Denver, good to hear from you. What's yeah, up? Great to be on the Alex Jones show. Wait a minute, you're <laughs> not the Alex Jones show. Not the quite. I say that it's because you were. Yeah, you know, it's the kind of thing I would expect to hear on Alex Jones about the mastectomies at 50 right. or after you, you had the third child. And I thought that you were punking me. <laughs> You've never done it before. But I thought, okay, James must be finally pulling one on us, and he's going to tell us in like 10 minutes that he's messing with us. <laughs> but I looked it up, and you're absolutely right. Where'd you find it when you looked it up? Do you uh, remember? From you. No, uh, when you. I found it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's quite... It was it's, right there. It came up within... It was like the second or third thing in the first page of... Stuff. The other two were, I don't even know what they were, something that wasn't the same or wasn't as specific about it, I don't even remember. Yeah. So it was that. Wow. When you um, give a man a vasectomy, it doesn't just stop his ability to reproduce, it interferes with his body's ability to use the hormones that are naturally made when all that stuff is connected. Wow. So this is a sneaky way of emasculating men and reducing their vitality and strength. Well, it's never going to well. it's never going to pass because it's just a mockery. Feminists are not serious people, they're mockers. They're evil, disgusting people. And this woman look at her for one, but what look at what comes I'll out of her evil heart. I'll try not to. Yeah, what comes out of her evil heart's even uglier. But, um, oh man, she's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and But the thing is, it's just the fact that they're willing to, they don't care. It's, it's just to in spirit hurt the man. Yeah. But a weak man uh, is the only one that's going to get hurt. People who are, that know what they know, what they know, as Jesse right. says are not going to be affected by this. They'll be aware, and they won't feel good or bad about it. They'll just know. Right. Yeah. It's so, true, man. It's uh, great that you let us know about this. I really appreciate it, because I can't stand listening to other news. Well, I got right fake on, Sal. news. Thank not you, man. fake news. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, you guys have a good morning. All right. I appreciate it. You too. Take care. So, guys... Um, Google is censoring decency and promoting degeneracy. You know that's true. Everybody knows that's true. This is not even a, this is not even a revelation, I don't think. As you all, as most of you may have heard, Nick Fuentes has been banned from YouTube. I heard for, quote-unquote, hate speech. And I heard that from the Daily Stormer and from others. Um... 
YouTube are the haters. YouTube is... <laughs> they're worse than anybody. But if you're not familiar with who Nick Fuentes is, he is a 21, 22-year-old young man or male um, that would make him a Zoomer. He is an American nationalist. At one point, he was in with the alt-right movement as in like a 17, 18-year-old. And um, now he, he has this show called America First with Nick Fuentes. And he is a... Um, Fuentes is a Hispanic last name, but he's mostly, I guess, white. But he also has like a little bit of African in him, too. <laughs> Just So he calls himself an Afro-Latino. Halfway as a joke, but he really is does have that that those genetics in inside of him, <laughs> and he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show one time, and Jesse Lee Peterson has been on his show before, and he um, after the alt right movement was um, attacked by the mainstream media and by the Democrats and by the Rhino Republicans and all that the. Um, and they were smeared after, falsely smeared after the Charlottesville thing. The alt-right, if you're not familiar with, they are basically very nationalistic, very pro-masculinity, generally, generally supportive of white people. Many of them are, um, very, consider themselves pro-white, meaning, um, they've reject, completely rejected this politically correct, uh, race doesn't matter, but yet we're going to attack the white people only type stuff. And sounds reasonable to me. In some cases, they may go a little overboard, I guess. Some, some of them have developed a resentment towards Jewish people because so many Jewish people at the top are so, so liberal and evil towards whites and towards America and all that. It's just facts. And, um... They don't care about political correctness at all. Some of them, you know, they'll talk openly about crime statistics, <laughs> which are primarily, you know, the, the disproportionate offenders of crime are blacks and Hispanics. And then um, whites are a distant, like, third. And then, of course, the Asians don't commit violent crime, at least don't get caught. <laughs> But the Asians shouldn't be here either because they're liberals. But anyways, um, so that's a rough description of the alt-right movement. And um, Nick Fuentes became more of an American nationalist. And he's Catholic. And that means that he's um, not for all this degeneracy stuff going on. The immorality that's being pushed as fine. This um, kissing up to the gays stuff going on and the feminist junk and all that. So that's what Nick Fuentes is, he's opposed to those things and he's for returning to morality, which is quite fair. And he has said a lot of edgy things, like he, um, I don't know, he, he's a, he is a Zoomer, young, and he says a lot of edgy in some, in a lot of cases, funny things. And he doesn't have that False guilt that makes you makes you self-censor. And there is maybe he doesn't have some of the maturity that makes you self-censor either. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched a whole lot of him. But there is a time to also be calm, be cool. And sometimes these guys are very aggressively just going the opposite extreme of political correctness. <laughs> If you if you're not like bashing Jews and blacks and whatever and stuff uh, with generally accurate statements, then you're then it's like almost politically incorrect on that side of the fence to uh, to bash them. It's anyways whatever. But anyways, he was banned from YouTube for so-called hate speech, which doesn't exist, but they want it to exist so that they can attack only the. Um, Attack only the whites and the Christians and the men and all that. So, um, Red Ice TV was another formerly alt-right or alt-right, um, 
outlet that was banned from YouTube recently. Alex Jones, of course, was banned from YouTube. He's he's not outright. He is um, independent. He's in basically an independent. People call him alt light, meaning like he's a civic nationalist. Some people, some of the people in the alt right movement are white nationalists, but some in some cases that just means they're white and they're nationalists. <laughs> In other cases, they want the, an ethno-state, meaning a majority white country, which generally everybody should want that. At least for America, that's what it was started out as. But anyways. Um, Colin Flaherty was banned repeatedly, repeatedly on YouTube until... And he is not alt-right. He's... I don't even know what he is, but he's just a journalist documenting black mob violence, black-on-white crime. Colin Flaherty wrote the book and put out, put out, puts out a lot of videos and wrote several books, actually. He wrote, White Girl Bleed a Lot, which is a quote from a black person who attacked a black girl, I mean a white girl. Um, he took, he wrote, Don't Make the Black Kids Angry, and other books. Knock Out Game a Lie, oh, heck, no, he, but he didn't say heck. <laughs> and so he's been banned repeatedly. He was like one of the early ones getting banned from YouTube. Owen Benjamin. Another, um, I don't know what he is, but he's, he's pretty conservative. Um, he talks very frankly about Jewish people and others. And, um, he used to be in the mainstream as, like, a comedian and actor and stuff like that. But he, once he realized that these people are promoting transgender stuff for kids... He started speaking up, and then, like, he discovered more stuff and started speaking up about the, all that. He got kicked off of YouTube quite a while ago. James Alsup, another guy who was clean, clean-cut guy, family man now, kicked off of YouTube. Soph, little, little, um, I could say little, I don't know how, she, how little she is. Young, 14-year-old girl, she started out when she was eight, maybe. <laughs> um... On YouTube, big on YouTube, kicked off of YouTube. JLP, the Jess, Jesse Lee Peterson, got a so-called hate speech warning, totally demonetized on his main uh, Jesse Lee Peterson channel. You can't give super chats. Super chats are donations with a message that you give through YouTube. Well, fine, fine. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna give our thirty percent of those donations to to YouTube anymore. That's good. But he's also blacklisted, and when I say blacklisted, I mean, like, quarantined or hidden by Google. You do a Google search, his channel doesn't come up, and all that. <laughs> they put other, they put everything else, but you Google or YouTube search, they put all the other stuff before him. And specifically, hit all three of his channels are like that. You, when you're writing in a Google Doc, you put the Hague Report YouTube channel, and highlight it and hit Command K to find the link. You can find my YouTube channel. You do that with Jesse Lee Peterson, The Fallen State, or Boundary Building the Man. Nowhere to be found. And Jesse Lee Peterson is like the opposite of hate. He's like everything he says is out of pure love. But no, they don't, they're not for what's right. YouTube, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Twitter. Like the government, give preferential treatment to huge companies, meaning liberals, and or fellow liberals meaning evil people. Um, Nick Fuentes does believe that it was what he calls conservative ink, which is the rhinos, colluding with the left and the tech censors, or, you know, coordinating or, or just calling for him to be censored. Sebastian Gorka, who's like, I thought of him, I, don't, I didn't follow him closely, but I thought of him as a respectable conservative uh, boomer man. Who, um, he, maybe he was a little politically correct, but I didn't consider him to be, like, promoting censorship or banning people. But he's like, why is Nick Fuentes on Twitter? He's a Holocaust denier. And, like I've made the point before, most Zoomers and Millennials, especially Zoomers, everything is on the table as far as up for debate. They, they just question everything. They even think, some of them, that the earth is flat. And then, so, and so what? Who cares? Let them. But, you know, they, it's like a part of 
their religion, the religion of the politically correct and and these people that call themselves Jews, like it, it's more imp- it's more important for them to make everybody believe everything that they want about the the Holocaust, as opposed to like believing in God and being moral. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. It's backwards. Um, the Red Elephants is an out as a an outlet, a news outlet and commentary. They're activists. Vincent James, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in The Fallen State, debating gun control with Destiny and others. Well, he reported, the Red Elephants reported that Nick said a month ago, and I remember this too, that he was banned for a week, suspended from streaming for a week over some violation and demonetized, meaning he couldn't receive the Super Chat uh, donations. I have some of these tweets that you can just be putting up generally, Joel. The Red Elephants reporter Sasha O'Connor um, says that this about Nick. Fuentes, who has been pivotal in the de-radicalization of what was formerly known as the alt-right, with his fervent critique of the now-defunct political movement, is uniquely responsible for steering the American youth away from radical rhetoric and action while presenting a safer path forward for disenfranchised youth. And that... That phrase, disenfranchised youth, is so true. The whites, white young people, the, the st- I want to say stupid, white adults have no idea what they're going through. Because they're just allowing them to go to these public schools and college campuses and go on social media where they're not allowed to speak their minds. Everybody else is about them, but they're not allowed to defend themselves or defend or just even tell the truth in general. Give factual information without being censored. Um, And that is a form of disenfranchisement. And it's just ridiculous. The anti-white, anti-men, anti-Christian, anti-American thing in the academia, the mainstream media, and in social media, and Hollywood, and the government. It's just insane. And so it's no wonder that a lot of these guys are angry. They shouldn't be, but they are getting angry. And so Nick Fuentes, according to the Red Elephants, has been de-radicalizing them. Because when you're angry, you're easily radicalized into anything. Um, The Red Elephants put out a report. August 2019, YouTube caves to the ADL, Anti-Defamation League, which makes its business defaming people. (laughs) So it's a misnomer. But they they want... The ADL, Anti-Defamation League, wants to pretend like they're protecting Jewish people from defamation. In reality, they're only increasing hatred and resentment towards Jewish people by calling everything anti-Semitic and blah, 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 blah. And then they're smearing whites and Christians and men, and so it's evil. But YouTube caves to the ADL and removes prominent right-wing channels. That was from August. In June 2019... Um, the Red Elephants put out an amazing list with links, including Jesse Lee Peterson, of channels that had been recently censored by YouTube and how to find them, including Jesse Lee Peterson as well as soft, nice conservatives like um, Steven Crowder, as well as even merely just independent journalists like um, Ford Fisher. Ford Fisher, I think he's more like kind of liberal even. But he's just an independent, honest journalist. And when I say he's kind of liberal, I, I'm, I have a loose, I have a, I have what I consider a more objective definition of liberal <laughs> than a lot of people. So he may not consider himself liberal. But this Ford Fisher guy was an independent journalist. He did solid reporting on um, Charlottesville. He was totally um, detached. He was not on either side. He was not for Antifa, who showed up to this Charlottesville rally. And Charlottesville, for those of you who don't know, was a, it, back in maybe August of 2017 or something. The alt-right or the, you know, in general, bunch of people on the right, they had this Unite the Right rally. Because Charlottesville, Virginia is a liberal town. Hometown of, I think, Thomas Jefferson, but I could be wrong. And they had this Lee Park with a statue of Robert E. Lee who is a general, confederate general, decent man, 
gets smeared a lot by the liberals and the rhinos. But Robert E. Lee, they're trying to take down his statue. You know, the left are trying to just smear American history, white history, and just um, tear down America and rebuild it in the leftist, communist, evil image, right? Tear down everything decent. So Unite the Right was banding around Lee Park saying, this is an attack on whites, it's an attack on America. Even civic nationalists were there, people who were not so-called white nationalists. People, I would have gone there if I, if I, one was, you know, local to the area and, and were, had the freedom. I would have gone there if I knew that Antifa wasn't going to be there. <laughs> because I wouldn't go anywhere where I know that Antifa is going to be, because I don't want to get sucker punched. But um, a lot of very fine people went there. <laughs> and, um, and they didn't want to let them rally at first. And then the, the ACLU, far-left, evil, anti-American group, said, no, let them, let them do this, because we're going to be able to use this to smear white people. Really. I mean, they didn't come out and say that, but that's what they ended up doing. And so they were able to rally. But, you know, the mayor, the police did not do their jobs and keep the Antifa people, Black Lives Matter people, separated from the real protesters, the decent protesters. So they didn't do their job and keep order. And so it got out of control. Antifa came to attack, and the alt-right were ready for those attacks because they'd seen the attacks before. And so they came ready with the mace and pepper spray and all that stuff. And they sprayed a lot of these um, people, and then they're getting, getting uh, prosecuted for spraying the people, the Antifa people, the evil ones attacking them. But uh, are any Antifa people getting prosecuted for their attacks? I don't know. I haven't really heard. And then one guy drives into a crowd after his car is repeatedly attacked by and hit, by Antifa people with sticks and they bashed through his windows even after he drove into the crowd and so he had to get out of there but um, he drove drove into the crowd one angry guy I know he was angry he had issues I don't know if he dr- drove into the crowd out of panic or anger or what but he um, after he did that this woman Heather Heyer anti-racist woman standing in the middle of st- the street with a bunch of you know, the so-called anti-racist people. Not decent people, generally. They get injured, she gets killed, and then they use that, the media gleefully uses that to smear the alt-right and smear Trump and all that. And, um, and then they said, oh, the alt-right are violent. One guy <laughs> drove in, and they're trying to sue everybody else for it. It's ridiculous. But that's how they were able to um, r- totally smear the image of the alt-right by lying about what happened. They didn't tell the truth. Only Trump told the truth that both sides were fighting. Anyways. Um, so Ford Fisher was telling the... Ford Fisher said that most of the attacks, and he's an independent journalist, not even remotely close to alt-right. <laughs> He said that most of the attacks were from Antifa against the supposed alt-right people. Only some of them were really ready to fight. Some of them were really ready to fight because they're just tired and sick of it, but whatever. And all of, all of these channels being banned was after, back in June of 2019 was after this radical homosexual Vox host, Carlos Maza, had like this five-day hissy fit because... This nice, soft, conservative guy, Steven Crowder, made fun of him or something. It's crazy. In March 2019, Owen Benjamin was demonetized on YouTube. This is before he was banned completely. After the New Zealand shooting. The New Zealand shooting was by an eco-fascist who believed in global warming, all this climate change stuff, and overpopulation. And he blamed the Muslims for it. And he was an Australian who um, shot up... Some mosques, he went over to New Zealand and shot up some mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand and killed some people. Owen is not an eco-fascist. <laughs> but anyways, 
The Red Elephants were banned from Facebook. They had a big Facebook channel and Twitter. Six Hexenhammer 666 noted, who is like a kind of an independent commentator. He noted that they've weaponized the um, copyright claims where without respecting any use of fair use, right? If you use any copyrighted content, they can strike your channel and even potentially ban you from using YouTube, which is a great, well, it's a great uh, video streaming channel platform, but it's getting worse and worse and worse because, you know, the left destroys everything. Um, So, and by the way, people are mad at Trump. You know, people on the right are mad at Trump for not doing enough about this. He is a boomer. Um, I don't, I'm not convinced he knows really what's going on. He knows a little bit, though. He did hold this social media summit. Unfortunately, a lot of the real conservative people were disinvited from it. Um, he, he said, he said, he said that MAGA stands now for Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon. (laughs) Because those four huge platforms, which are some of the big culprits in censoring conservatives and trying to undermine his re-election, um, those four, those four companies, if you will, are trillion-dollar companies, trillion-dollar American companies, or close to it, right? So you said that's MAGA, <laughs> Make America Great Again, Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon. It's funny. It's ridiculous. It's kind of true. They are trillion-dollar companies, but they are pushed around and liberal themselves, pushed around by the far left. So, just FYI stuff. Let me get to some calls. Oh, you know what? I really like um, Jesse Lee Peterson's reaction to all of this stuff. He says they have a right to do it. And a lot of you guys dispute that because these people call themselves a platform and not publishers, which protects them from being sued by anything. By, you know, for content that's on their on their platform, but they're, they still get social media, they still get smears in the mainstream media if, if a, a independent-minded or pro-Christian, pro-white, pro-America YouTuber gets too big or too big on any of these platforms. They get smeared and they cater and cave to politically correct advertisers and big companies like that. And it's, a lot of you guys consider these platforms, these social media platforms, part of the public square. And that's, those are fair points. But anyways, um, the bigger point that Jesse Lee Peterson makes, and I love this point, is that evil is doing evil's job. They're doing the job of evil. <laughs> they're doing what they're supposed to do. And they are evil. And it's only, it's time for good to do good's job. And you can, you can appeal to Trump. You can even complain and criticize Trump, but also, like, good has to rise to the occasion, get better from this. These challenges and all this stuff is making us better. And uh, there's a way, there's, there are ways if you, right, um, one of the lines, one of the t-shirts that um, Bond Rebuilding the Man sells is this t-shirt that says better, not bitter. So don't let this stuff make you bitter. Because it is outrageous, it's evil, but don't be overcome with evil, overcome evil with good. Right? So. Being silenced doesn't make us better, it destroys our movement. No, it, do- it can make you better. If you maintain your dignity, you become better and stronger morally as in, your, in your inner being from it. And that makes you better and more powerful than you could ever imagine. Because all of this, yeah, we were all enjoying the, the YouTube boom, and now it's collapsing. All, all things, things come, things go. And Jesse Lee Peterson was here before YouTube, and he'll be here after YouTube, if, if YouTube continues its, its uh, death, right? And so, it's no big thing. It is big, but it's... Um, your character is so much more important than, than having this big platform, right? It really is. 
It's more, it changes people's minds to even, yeah, it's, it's so huge. This, uh, your life being your platform thing. It's a great point. So don't overreact, right? It does lessen your impact and your reach. True. But don't worry about it. <laughs> so let me get to, uh, and if you want to call in, that's great, but we're getting to 10 minutes here. Skip out of Augusta, Georgia. Thanks for holding. What's up? Hey, James, what's going on with you today? Not much. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, good to talk with you. Look at here. Did you see on the uh, on the news a couple of nights ago about this uh, this little six-year-old black girl? Undoubtedly, she was mentally retarded, and you could look at the pictures of her and see that she was a little bit off in the head. They, uh, they removed her from a school because she was acting up real bad, and uh, they took her to a mental hospital for evaluation, and and her mom was all upset and mad about it because no one got in touch with her. With it. Probably couldn't get in touch with her because she had a dope trap somewhere and they couldn't find her because I'm sure they wouldn't just take her without trying to get in touch with her. Hmm. But uh, she's standing in front of the uh, the school or somewhere on the news uh, uh, all upset about it. And The mother? And the mother is, yeah, and blacks are standing behind her. She went and got her... A, high-profile black lawyer, and they're making a big deal out of it. Yeah. And and about two weeks ago, I sent the story to Nick. I don't know if he saw it or not, but it was uh, it was about this little, little, white, little white girl. She was mentally retarded, too. She had what you call a Down syndrome. We used to call them mongoloids a long time ago, but she had Down syndrome. Uh-huh. And she... uh. And she pointed her finger towards the teacher like like she like it was a gun, like she was shooting at her. Yeah. And they called the police and, and picked that that little girl up and, and uh, because she they was they said she was threatening the the, the teacher. Yeah. I'm making a you know here's a little retarded young now. She didn't know no better than that. Right. And that it and that it really make no big deal out of that because she was white. But oh my God, you taking a little retarded black young and and take them to the hospital because you can't find the mama and get no permission from her. The blacks are going crazy about it. It's a double standard, hate. Yeah, that's that kiss-up culture. And, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, honestly. The blacks yeah. do make a... Well, it's not good for them, though. It's... it's um, They're not... They're suffering in life for their, their ridiculousness, honestly. But, um, yeah, it's to be expected. They, you know, we, there's no respect when, when for, were, there's no respect for whites in this country. You know, um, I and honestly, you, there's we, no respect for blacks either. This kissing up, that's not respect. No, it's, it's not, not good respect. for them. Yeah. You, you keep, you keep giving somebody the way all the time when, and you know, especially when they don't Spoiling. deserve it. You just keep, you keep giving stuff to people and, the worst thing and they, they get that mentality of I deserve it, I deserve it, and they don't deserve it. Right. Yep. And the yeah, the more the more you feed that evil, the worse they get. Yeah, it gets bigger and bigger and worse and worse. Yeah. You know, um Yeah. I told you we we used we used to call them Mongoloids. We didn't call them Down syndrome back when I was a kid. We called them Mongoloids. Because they kinda looked like Mongols. Is yeah, that I, why? I don't know I don't know why they you know Interesting. But they always smile and they're always happy. <laughs> yeah. And uh I that's what I've heard. And my mama had a cousin down in Wigerson County. And she had a little mongoloid kid, and he was the same age as I was. We'd go down there once a year to visit with him, visit all the family down there. And whenever we'd stop at, stop at the house before we'd go in, she said, now, you know, you know she's got a little mongoloid. Oh, she called him <laughs> a Mongolian. Mama was country. She got words back. That's funny. She yeah. Said, she said, uh, you know, you know that her little boy's a Mongolian. And he's gonna want to hug on you all the time because you know they're happy. You know they don't know no better. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Mama, he ain't no Mongolian. No Mongolian. He's a Mongoloid." Yeah. And uh, it it makes her mad, you know. But, but we call him Down syndrome now. I guess that's a uh, polit- politically correct. Is that the way? I guess it? so. Yeah. yeah yep. But they, they still they still happy. I ain't never seen a mean Mongolian. Have you? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of them. At least not recently, but generally they do seem like nice people, nice retarded people, or whatever they are. Yeah, they even had a TV show. Uh, I think it was back in the late eighties. Yeah, they had this little little Down syndrome boy on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you, I just wanted to 
shuttle black news widgets. It's just crazy how they're yeah. blowing things out of proportion. It is. It's like, it's so ridiculous all the time that you halfway, like, I halfway just, like, it, seem, it feels like old news now, you know? Because it's been going on for decades and generations, and it's only gotten worse. It's true. Yeah, and it's going to get worse as long as we just keep catering to them and, right. uh, and saying, oh, poor black people, poor black people. Well, I think there's an awakening happening among amongst the few, right? As as the Bible says, few will enter the kingdom. <laughs> but um, I think there's an uh, an awakening happening. So I think it's going to turn around a little bit. At least well, the remnant, I, right? Yeah. Well, they, they still it's all in the news about Kobe. You know. Uh, yeah. They're going to have this ceremony for Kobe. They're going to have this for Kobe. My God, the man's dead. Let the dead lay dead. You know. Right. Move on with life. But you know, they're dead too. That's why they do that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've been sending. I've been. I've been sending you some uh, news stories of producer at Jesse Lee Peterson. Okay. Right on. I hope you can use some of them, all right? Appreciate the tips. Thank you, Skip. All right. All right. Hey, and I listened, I listened to you last night, and uh, it, was a good, it was a good show. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Had you heard Asmador before? That's the first time, and I was really impressed with him. Yeah, he's a solid guy. I, yeah. he, I like his voice, too. He's a strong voice. It's cool. He's got a good, he's got a good radio voice, don't he? Yeah. yeah. And he's a natural talker, is what he says, oh. and I, I believe him. Yeah, I believe it. I believe he's it. He's, uh, he's real comfortable with the microphone. Yeah. All right. Well, you take care, Hank. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, Skip. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Guys, I'm opening the treasure chest. Normally, I like to do it at the bottom of the hour, but I forgot. So, we're opening it. <laughs> and so, I'm waiting just a, a few moments, but by the time you hear this, it'll be, you got to click. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I loved going on uh, Asmodor's show. He had Jesse Lee Peterson on his show back in um, November or so. And he had interv- he would co-hosted an interview with Jesse Lee Peterson. I mean, of Jesse Lee Peterson a couple of years before that or a few years before that, before he was familiar. And he said something great where he said over the past few months, he's learned so much um, from listening to Jesse Lee Peterson's show. And that's that's nice. He's a... I think he said that he's 53 years old. And so that's a nice report. That's cool. So, treasure chest. I'm going to read to you guys the treasure chest results. Congratulations to Noah's Arkansas. Huge supporter. Thank you, Noah. Reed Johnson, Tex-Mex, Army, and Shaggy Boy. Congratulations to you guys. And thank you to the top contributors on uh, DLive. Jimmy DM, Noah's Arkansas, Tex-Mex, Army N, Jordanos Desta, Mark Boggs, Shaggy Boy, He White. Nice, He White. Um, Drop the Act. Very good advice. Patrice O'Neill Groiper. Thank you, guys. And let me see if I have Super Chats over here. Jib Jab gave a Super Chat on YouTube. I'm not demonetized. Nah, nah, Jesse. He says, like the old cliche goes, when in doubt, grow it out. Don't shave the beard. <laughs> Thank you, Jib Jab. Black Salad, over, from way over yonder, down under, says, God, love, speech, and truth. Can't have that. YouTube. That's a quote from YouTube. Well, he's paraphrasing YouTube, right? He's reading between the lines of YouTube's actions, and that's so true. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. So, let me, this week, Monday, February 17th is President's Day, and we are live on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, as well as the Hague Report. It is also known as Washington's Birthday, as in George Washington. From when I was a kid, we called it President's Day, at least here in Southern California, and it was for George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. But you also respect the current president on President's Day, I think. Celebrated in the third third Monday of February. So, right on. Um, Trump rallies are this week. Wednesday the 19th in Phoenix, Arizona. Thursday the 20th in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And Friday the 21st in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, right on President Trump. Definitely do support him. Even if you 
a lot of you guys feel that he's not supporting you and stuff like that. Don't fall for that. All right? Don't fall for that type of mentality. All right? And we will be announcing whether there is a women's forum at Bond. It is going to be the third Thursday in Los Angeles, third Thursday of the month. So stay tuned. We, you should hear the announcement at the end of church with Jesse Lee Peterson, which is in an hour from now. Um, the media is trying to under, undermine Trump's support with their fake news. Drudge reports Trump will claim be, Trump's wall claim is beyond redemption, right? This is ridiculous. AP is being evil, and you should never believe them. AP is a far-left, anti-Trump, anti-white, anti-you, anti-Christian, anti-American, um, extremist uh, propaganda outlet. They do have a lot of factual information. They have a big, they, you know, they're like supposedly respected journalists, but they won't use the term illegal alien. And they call transgenders by their wannabe fake gender. And so they're evil and they hate Trump. And so they, here's their dub, dumb headline. AP fact check. Trump's wall claim is beyond redemption. And it's by this woman, Hope Yen. I think, I assume it's a woman, right? And Calvin Woodward. On the eve of the New Hampshire primary, this is AP quoting, I'm quoting them. On the eve of the New Hampshire primary, President Donald Trump told a rally that the people who are in the United States illegally are paying for his Mexico border wall. It's a fact. It's true. They, if they're not already, they will be paying for it. It was the latest inter- iteration of his effort to convince the public that Mexico is covering the cost just as he promised throughout his 2016 campaign and since. Nice. And it is the truth. Mexico is going to pay for it. Evidence to the contrary came three days later, according to AP, which is not evidence to the contrary. The Pentagon announced it is taking $3.8 billion approved by Congress. Of course, we're funding the money dummies for fighter aircraft, ships, and other military programs and using the money to pay for the wall. Good. The Defense Department took a similar step last year and may yet again. The U.S. taxpayers are paying for the wall, not Mexico, as has been the case from the start. That's AP's claim. But that's not evidence to the contrary, dummies. Mexico is reimbursing us. They've always said remittances. Trump uh, has said that we're paying for the wall by remittances, meaning when Mexico sends money back, Mexicans send money home to Mexico, to their families and stuff. We charge some of that, and we get money from that. So... And that is, that they, that will end up paying for, the wall is paying for itself. AP also tried and failed to debunk voter fraud as a conspiracy theory in that same article. And when they use those words, you know they simply don't want to look into it. And voter integrity, of course, is an issue, but they don't want to look into it. So they're trying to debunk Trump, and they're trying to undermine Trump's support. They don't want the wall. They don't want Trump to fulfill his promises. And they don't want you to know that he's working on fulfilling his promises. So don't fall for the um, over-the-top Trump hate. You can criticize him if you're dissatisfied. But you you got to support him. Like, right? <laughs> All right, guys. It's Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. In less than an hour, I'm going over. Um, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. It is Jesse Lee Peterson's third YouTube channel, the, th- the third one. It's, he has three. Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. You can also watch it on dlive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow and in church. Bye.